Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello. Hi, messy adventures. My name is Katrina Fava, and I am the host of Messy Adventures in Living. Uh, this is a radio show that's... Um, not about how to get anything right or make anything better. It's a radio show that encourages you to choose. Just choose, even if it looks messy. And even if you might choose something that doesn't end up working out uh, how the way you expected it to, because um, guess what? You can choose again um, and choose again and choose different and make another choice. And it's okay to get messy. So that's what we like to do on this radio show. That's what the energy we like to be on this radio show. And um, how much fun would it be to jump into your life, get messy, and create the life that you truly desire by choosing instead of um, planning and judging, which is kind of what we tend to do in this world. What can you discover when you are willing to get messy and play and make choices? What can you discover about you? So, um, I'm Petrina. What do I know about messy living? Well, <laughs> I know that I really don't like neat living. That's for sure. Um, I'm not really interested in planned, uh, same, and uh, just lately I've been really embracing a lot of different um, uncomfortable choices. So, um, here's a little bit what of what my life looks like. Uh, I'm a mom of three kids. They are 12 and nine and a half and six. Um, I'm also a registered nurse. I work at a pediatric hospital in Toronto, and I also teach nursing. Um, I'm an author. I've uh, contributed chapters in three books. One of them is Creations, Conscious Fertility and Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. The other is Possibilities in Parenting. And a thir the third book is called The Power of Releasing Judgment, three books that I've um, had a lot of fun writing in. You can find them all on Amazon.com. Um, I also uh, like to play in my kitchen making 100% uh, natural body products. And um, my line of products is called naturallyhappybody.com. And um, I'm also, <laughs> see it's getting messier and messier. I'm also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. And actually I'm also a right body for you intro class facilitator. Um, a few years ago, I discovered some tools of this modality called Access Consciousness, and I've been playing with them in my own life, creating change um, when I come across things that uh, are not working for me and also creating um, greater in areas that were already working for me. Um, these tools are 
uh, weird and interesting and fun, and they challenge a lot of the sameness that we tend to um, just kind of go along with this in this world. And um, so we're going to be using a little bit of these tools at the show in the, on the show today. I usually always talk about them in one way or another. So if you have never heard of it and you are interested to know a little bit about what it is, you can find out some information on my website, patrinafava.com, and you can also look up accessconsciousness.com. So what are we talking about today? Um, the stupidity of positive thinking is the title of today's show. The stupidity of positive thinking. What? Are you thinking that I think you're stupid for thinking positively? <laughs> Not really. Um, I do know, though, that there's some weird energy around this topic, for me anyways. And so we're going to uh, look at it in the next hour. Um are you have you been trying to think positive? Um, have you been trying to banish all negativity in your life? Focus on your happy mantras, but finding that you're still unhappy. Thinking positive thoughts only and blocking out everything negative is a little like putting on a blindfold during a fire and telling yourself everything is going to be okay. If you acknowledged that there was a fire around you and were aware of your options, wouldn't you move your butt and get out? So are you sweeping your awareness under the rug in favor of positive thinking? Right? So we learn a lot about the power of positive thinking and the power of our thoughts. And I did too. Um, many years ago, I studied uh, Reiki and I learned about manifesting and I read The Secret and I read a lot of Abraham Hicks. And I learned a lot about the po the power of our thoughts, which, you know, it's I knew about even well before then. Being um, being in nursing, I think I saw a lot of how much stress impacted people's bodies, and and I knew that there was a connection between m mind and body, and how we viewed our lives and what showed up in our bodies. So I knew this all along, um, and I started to read about the power of positive thoughts. And I personally twisted that up in my own world and started creating a whole bunch of crap with it. So I wonder if you have too. So what do you know about this topic? What comes up around positive thinking for you? If you're here, if you're listening today or in the future, um, thank you, by the way. And if you're here, you know something. There's something about this for you that you know. Um, what is that? And um, you know, how can we tap into that today? And what can we create? What can we change so that um, we can use our, we can, instead of judging our thoughts, we can turn it into something that can we, use, we can use to create our lives. Um, so I just want to, over the next hour, we're going to define stupid as awareness. So I'm absolutely not implying that positive thinking is a crock of shit. But it might be. <laughs> it might be the way it's perpetuated in this reality. Um, but we're going to use stupid to mean unaware. Okay? So keep that in mind as we talk about this over the next hour. Stupidity is unawareness. Okay? If I call you stupid, <laughs> if I tell you something is stupid, it means unaware. Stupidity is unawareness. Okay? So the unawareness of positive 
thinking. So like I said earlier, I have always known that there was some funkiness in this area for me. And it's this. Um, we have taken a truth, some truth about our thoughts and how they show up in our lives. We've taken this, the truth about this <clears throat> and totally bastardized it into something that will lock us up if we let it. Um, what we think, believe, and decide is true is what is going to create my what shows up in my life. This is what we've decided. So let me just um, go into this. The inspiration for this show came from a cartoon that I saw on Facebook. And um, the cartoon, if ever you, if you want to look at it, um, I there's a Facebook uh, event called The Positivity of Positive Thinking for this radio show right now. And I posted it in there. Um, but if you haven't seen it, um, just close your eyes for a second. I'm going to describe it to you, okay? So it's an image of a, a, a person sitting at a little table with a cup of coffee in his hand. Just sitting there with a cup of coffee, okay? Except the whole room is on fire. Fire everywhere. And the caption is, this is fine. So the, the little guy is saying, this is fine. I'm here drinking my coffee. I know there's fire all around me. This is okay. I'm, this is fine. And then the next uh, segment is, I'm okay with the events that are currently unfolding. And he's drinking his coffee and the fire is getting bigger. Drinking his coffee. That's okay. Things are going to be okay. The fire is all around me. Things are going to be okay. And then the final image is him completely melting in the fire. Completely just melting. And I saw this, a friend of mine posted it, in reference to motherhood. So she made a comment about, yeah, this is my life as a mother. And, you know, I looked at this picture and I literally could feel like a ton of rocks in my stomach. The heaviness of the lie in this picture was incredible, especially when we're talking about it in reference to motherhood. So the, the idea is, you know, shit is all around you. Your life is ridiculously hellish. But it's okay. It's okay. Because this is motherhood. So I know that there's fire and the world is falling apart around me. And it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm melting. I know. I, I see. Look, I'm melting. I'm going to be a puddle on the floor in a second. But it's okay. No. That's bullshit. You know why? Because you have choice. And it's okay to recognize that something is not working for you. And just because you think that something sucks, that doesn't mean that you are being a negative person and that you must always be spiritual and positive all the time. You have choice. You have choice always. Okay, so um, I want to just very quickly, hmm, I want to just very quickly talk a little bit about five tools um, that I play with that come from Access, okay? Um, because we're going to use them on this show. So tool number one, ask a question. And, you know, more and more recently, I'm really aware. I, I mean, I've been playing with these tools about six years now. And it's incredible to me. Every day I realize how much we function from conclusion. Truly, truly. We, every, they're everywhere. <laughs> 
they are everywhere. And some of them are these little conclusions. They're not even big ones, you know, like big conclusions that we make about life or big decisions or things that we decide are true. Some of them are just these little sneaky things that are that seem so insignificant around us, but they're everywhere. And the idea is that we learn. We are told things that are true, in air, air quotes, you know, true um, about our world, about this reality. We don't discover them. We're told them, or we do actually decide them in our own mind. They are everywhere, and they create limitations they don't allow us to create our lives when you ask a question then your conclusions can fall away and you start to see everything that's possible so tool number one that i love ask questions instead of draw conclusions in everything that you do every little thing everything um everything is an interesting point of view there is no right. There is no wrong. Everything's just interesting. Tool number two. Everything's just interesting. I don't have to say that something is right. I don't have to say that something is wrong. I don't have to make anything right or wrong. I can look at everything and see it for what it is and go, huh, that's interesting. And then ask a question. Okay? So tool number two, interesting point of view. Everything is just an interesting point of view. Tool number three. I really like this one. And this is going to be a key one for this conversation today. Ready? Your point of view creates your reality. Whatever your point of view is about something, that is how your reality is created. You, just your reality. Your point of view creates your reality. Okay? Tool number four. Also really key in this conversation today. Choice creates awareness. You choose and then you get awareness. Not the other way around, which is what we've learned. That first we have to get the awareness, first we have to get the information, and then we can make a choice. No. Guess what? As you choose, you get aware. You get awarenesses about whether or not something is going to work. That's why messy living is awesome. Because you get to choose and then see what your choice creates. And then guess what? You can choose again. Awesome. Tool number five. Also very important today. Who does this belong to? All of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. 99% of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions are not even ours. What the heck does that mean? If you've never heard this before, it might seem totally weird. Who does this belong to? 99% of your thoughts, feelings, emotions are not yours. That means that we are actually extremely aware of each other's thoughts. Okay? And we're extremely aware of each other's bodies. You could probably think of a time when you, you know, thought about somebody and then they called you. Or you walked into a room and you knew instantly that um, people were fighting. Okay, we're really energetically aware of each other, more than we can possibly even imagine, more than we've ever been willing to acknowledge. So we are going to um, go to break and we're going to come back and we're going to delve into the stupidity of positive thinking. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? 
Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today the topic of our show is the stupidity of positive thinking. No, I'm not making fun of positive thinking. Um, stupidity means unawareness. And so we are talking about how much unawareness is involved in the idea of thinking positive in order to create positive results in your life. So we really want to look at this um, and see what else is possible with this and how much have we twisted the whatever truth is in this and twist it into something that, that's actually creating a limitation for us. Um, I, I wanted to just talk about an example in my own life where I did this very thing quite intensely. Um, right around the time I learned these um, very cool tools from this modality called Access Consciousness and it, um, I describe it in my book, Creations, uh, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about, about it. I was um, pregnant with my third child and um, started to have a miscarriage and I had just learned Reiki uh, like a week a week before that and I was really delving into the power of positive thinking I had read a lot of um, Wayne Dyer and The Secret and all these great books about the power of your thoughts and how your thoughts create your life and so um, I was using this technique throughout this whole um, experience. As this was happening, I was devastated when I found out that um, the baby that I was pregnant with had no heartbeat. And um, I started to have a lot of really heavy bleeding and um, went to the hospital. And 
the whole time I was trying to stay positive and trying to hold positive thoughts only and blocking out anything that was negative, okay? I was completely blocking out any negative feeling, any negative thought, um, anything that I had decided, keyword there, anything I had decided was negative, okay? And I was holding in my mind only what I had decided was positive, Okay, so I'm going to just read a little excerpt from my chapter and just a warning, there is swearing and it's a little bit intense, (laughs) Um, but I just want to read it because I think it will really get get the energy of what I was doing and how much I was relying on this idea of positive thinking and how it was completely messing things up for me. Um, Sorry, just give me one second. I lost my place. Okay. Mm Hmm. Where did you go? <laughs> I thought I had to. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Positive thinking spot where I was reading. Where did you go? Uh-huh. Okay, here it is. All right. So I'm in the hospital and they are telling, so this is the doctors are saying to me, the ultrasound shows that there are still fragments of the embryo in your uterus, I am told. Um, oh, I see. This is me thinking, this is me thinking to myself. Oh, I see. Now my body can't even get a miscarriage right. What the hell is going on here? They list my options. Well, we can try to remove it manually or we can give you some medication to help your body get rid of it. There will be a little more bleeding and then it will stop. Or we can do a surgical DNC. Surgery? No way. You are not touching my body. I know the risks of surgery. I'm a nurse. I've never had surgery or not even an anesthetic, and I'm not about to start now. I can make this happen. I don't need surgery. Positive thoughts. People are sending me Reiki healing energy. That, together with my positive thoughts, will fix this. Come on, body. Work with me here. What's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? I've been holding images of a healthy uterus all night. What am I doing wrong? God, I can't even get this manifesting stuff right. Um, And then I'm going to skip a little bit. And since this manifesting stuff is not working and my stupid body is not cooperating, I grudgingly agree to a DNC, whatever. I'm pissed off and defeated. I don't understand why my body is screwing up so badly just do the stupid DNC. And if that means my uterus is no longer good to hold a baby anymore, then fine. I don't want to do this again anyways. I obviously asked for too much instead of being grateful for what I had and look what I got. I have the DNC. I see my gynecologist for the first time since the miscarriage the morning before I leave. Hey, troublemaker, she says jokingly with a smile. Yeah, no kidding. We go home and my body finally stops bleeding. Okay, so the point of of that little um, paragraph that I read is I wanted to really get across that what I was doing, so here I am having a miscarriage, which I decided, by the way, was terrible and wrong um, and painful. And it, I was trying to hold positive thoughts. So I was like, okay, if I think positive, this is going to all work out. I was having a lot of really severe bleeding and it wasn't stopping. I was in the hospital and nothing they were doing was making it stop. So they offered 
um, they offered me a DNC, right, a surgical procedure to stop the bleeding. And in, in my mind, I decided that that was a negative thing because I had decided that something was wrong if I had to have a DNC, that my body wasn't working. I was thinking positive thoughts. So, like, why wasn't this stopping? Um, and I was literally lying there saying things to myself like, everything is going to be okay. My uterus is going to stop bleeding. This is going to stop. This is going to stop. Everything is going to be fine. The doctors are going to walk in and they're going to tell me that I can go home because the ultrasound showed that everything was fine inside my body. And I was com- repeating these thoughts over and over and over in my head. And so when the doctors came in and they said, sorry, you still have um, fragments of the embryo in your uterus, I was like, what the hell? This is not working. I'm not getting the result that I want. I'm not getting the, the positive result that I was told would happen if I just think positive. I'm thinking positive and this is not working. Uh, and then in the end, I just, in in my own mind, I gave up on the positive thinking and decided to go ahead and have the DNC um, surgical procedure. And then the bleeding stopped and I was like, see, positive thinking doesn't work. So here's my question to you. What have you decided is negative that actually isn't? And is it possible that all of the things you consider to be negative thoughts are actually awarenesses? So how much of my awareness was I cutting off in that hospital room because I decided that the things that were happening and the thoughts I was having were negative thoughts? Right. So, you know, some of the negative thoughts that I was having were, oh, like I I should just do the DNC like it'll be faster and it'll just be over and I can go home. So I would have these thoughts and and then I would be like, no, 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 no. Stop, stop. Don't think that. Think positive. Think positive. Okay, your uterus is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. The doctor's going to come in. They're going to tell you everything is fine. And then every once in a while I'd be like, you know, like, this is really painful. It would really just be easier to just have the DNC go home. And then I'd be like, no, stop, 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 stop. No. Hello? <laughs> My body was talking to me. I was having awareness. I was having awareness. Hey, you know what? This doesn't have to be hard. Obviously, I had a point of view about medical intervention. Me, of all people, the nurse. <laughs> I had a point of view that if I just thought positive, I would get the outcome that I wanted how much judgment was in there, right? I was doing so much judgment. Surgery was bad. I had the point of view that if I had a surgical procedure and that if I had the DNC done, that that potentially would set me up in the future for difficulty conceiving again. I was functioning from a million conclusions. And all of these things that I had decided were my negative thoughts, many of them were actually awarenesses that if I would have acknowledged them, I could have asked a question. Or sorry, if I had asked some questions, (laughs) I could have had more awareness. So what are all the negative thoughts that you've had that you've decided are negative thoughts and are any of them awarenesses? I mean, some of them might be judgments. Some of them might be conclusions. I'm not saying that all your negative thoughts are awarenesses, but is it possible that some of them are? And you have decided that they're negative thoughts that need to be pushed out of your mind. It's like the fire, right? We're not acknowledging what's around us. So if you're always resisting your negative thoughts, always pushing them out 
and trying to replace them with positive ones, how much are you missing? How much awareness are you missing if you're just pushing them out, pushing them out, right? This is kind of like the what is perpetuated in this world when we talk about positive thoughts versus negative thoughts. Push them out, push them out. Um, there's a quote that I found about if you push out all the negative thoughts, you make room for positive ones. Push out your negative thoughts and make room for positive ones. What? Okay, first of all, A, you don't have limited amount of room in your being. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're an infinite being. You have room for everything. What gets created when you start cutting off things that you've decided are negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones? Things that you have decided are positive thoughts. See, the thing is that there's so much judgment in this. There's so much judgment in positive thinking versus negative thinking. And all it creates is a big truckload of shit and confusion and twistedness. What if everything was just an interesting point of view and you could just look at it all, positive and negative, look at it all with no judgment? Let's not even call it positive and negative. What if nothing was positive and negative and all of it was just information, right? That day in the hospital room, if I just was looking at everything that was going on in my mind and my body around me, if everything was just information, then I could ask some questions about what my choice, what choices could I have made? What choice could I make here? What would create the most ease? Body, what would create the most ease for you? Here's all this information. Now let me ask some questions and then make a choice and then watch what that choice creates and then choose it again or choose something different. Oh, that didn't work out so good. Okay, let's choose this. Oh, cool. Look what that choice created. When we judge something as positive and negative, we lock ourselves into a whole bunch of conclusions and judgments and then shit ensues. <laughs> if everything is just an interesting point of view, if you can just look at everything as information and not label it positive or negative, then you can ask some questions and make choices. Okay, we're going to go to break. You're listening to The Stupidity of Positive Thinking on Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fava, and today what are we talking about? We're talking about the stupidity of positive thinking. So, have you subscribed to this uh, belief have you? What have you locked in about um, the goodness of thinking positively and the badness of thinking negatively? And if you didn't have a point of view about what was right and what was wrong, could you be aware of everything and then make a choice? So um, we just before we went to break, we were looking at the idea that if you take away your negative thoughts you can make room for more positive ones. And the conclusions and the judgments that are um, embedded into this idea. So, you know, what is this? The idea of room is hilarious to me. It's like, do you really have a limited amount of room in yourself that you need to take away the negative thoughts and add the positive ones? The problem with this is that there's judgment, um, a whole ton of conclusions and decisions about what is a negative thought and what is a positive thought. So what if nothing was positive or negative? What if you could just see everything as information and then ask a question and make a choice? Um, what what happens when you avoid negativity? Like we're, we always seem to be trying to get rid of what we don't want, right? We look at our lives and we go, okay, this, I don't like this, so I'm going to try to get rid of it. Um, but the problem with this is that it can really quickly turn into resistance and fighting. And then, you know, whatever you resist tends to show up more and you lock it into your body. So how much um, resistance is there when you're, when you're trying to, to avoid your negative thoughts? So have you ever tried meditating? Like how many of you find meditation not to be easy? Um, there's for me anyways, there has, I've tried to meditate for years and there's a heaviness to it for me. Um, and when I talk about heavy, there, it's actually another tool that I play with. So it's the truth will make you feel light and a lie will make you feel heavy. So whatever's true for you is light, creates lightness in your world. And anything that's, um, a lie for you, um, creates heaviness in your world. And there's something about meditation that's actually really heavy for me. And I think the, 
like there's so much focus and stress stress about trying to push out my thoughts and um you know there's just so much judgment for me in meditation it's like i'm trying to be thoughtless and all these stupid thoughts keep coming in and I'm like, damn it, why don't you just go away? And so then I end up creating more negative thinking and then I'm judging myself for not even being able to meditate and it just doesn't work for me. And it could work if you just didn't judge yourself so much during your meditation. Like what if you could just watch your thoughts kind of go by? Um, but also, it, oh yes, meditation makes me mental. Just um, looking in the chat room, um, take me for a walk and I'm good. Yeah, exactly, right? So um, how much do you actually go up into your head while you're meditating instead of um, expanding out and being aware of everything? Like, you know, are you trying hard to push out your thoughts? And is is that the problem? Like, what if you didn't have to push out your thoughts, right? What if you didn't have to push out your negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones? What if you could just open your eyes and see what's around you? Um, so... Here's let's go back to the tools that we were talking about earlier. So who does this belong to? Remember I mentioned that earlier. This is a really interesting one when it comes to um, trying to get rid of your negative thoughts. So just go with me here, okay? Let's say that none of your thoughts are yours. Let's say you're extremely psychic and you're hearing everybody's thoughts, okay? Imagine what it's like for a person who's really psychic, like who is a psychic, Okay, we're just going to play with that a little bit. Somebody that is extremely psychic and can hear everybody's thoughts. Imagine what that's like, right? Um, what's that movie with that guy who can hear all of the women's thoughts um, um, with Mel Gibson? I can't remember the name of it, but like, you, you know, how much is he inundated, inundated with people's thoughts? So let's say that all of your thoughts are other people's. Okay, yes, what women want. Thank you, Rhonda, my trusty producer. <laughs> um when you're thinking negative thoughts, okay, negative in air quotes, when you're thinking any thoughts, but especially when you're thinking those negative ones that you're judging to be bad that you must get rid of, instead of trying to get rid of them, what if you ask this question? Uh, is this mine? And if you could acknowledge that you are actually very aware of other people's thoughts, and it's not for those special psychic people, that we all actually do it, if you could acknowledge that you are aware of other people's thoughts and other people's bodies when you have a negative thought, could you look at that and go, oh, is that mine? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, bye. It's kind of easy, guys. You don't have to push out the negative thought that you are judging to be bad, that you are afraid is going to create bad stuff in your life. When I first learned um, The Secret, when I was first read The Secret, I remember actually being really scared at the end of that book. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> All my negative thoughts are creating my life. Oh, my God. So then every time I had a negative thought, I was like, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing now. But, you know, I, I would have some negative thought about something or some, a thought about something bad happening, and then I would panic. And I was like, oh, my God, stop thinking that because then it's going to show up. Stop it, stop it. And guess what? What you resist persists. And you lock stuff into your body. So, you know, how much crap and how much contraction was I creating in my world by actually now, now I was scared of my thoughts. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so what if you didn't have to be afraid of your thoughts? What if you could, what if you could just look at them and then ask a question? And some of the questions you could ask are, is this mine? And what awareness is this? 
So like the person in the fire in the cartoon, what if you could go, huh, there's a fire around me. Yeah, this doesn't really work for me here. Um, instead of replacing it with positive thoughts, like everything is going to be okay, because, I mean, everything is going to be okay, so how can I make everything okay? What choices do I have here? Well, I could stay here and continue to drink my coffee and melt, or I could move to the next room, which does not have a fire in it. Oh, actually, I could leave this entire house and then, you know, not risk the next room catching on fire. I have choices. And I think that's the thing. I think that we have decided with positive thinking that we are at the effect of our thoughts. We are controlled by our thoughts and that we don't have choice. That's one of the really big underlying messages of this idea that our thoughts control our world and we are at the effect of them. So we have to control our thoughts in order to create the right outcome. So what if that's not true? So how much have you given up your power to your thoughts, to your mind, much of which are not yours? And how much have you swept your awareness under the rug and replaced them with thinking? And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all of that and everywhere you're doing that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, that thing that I just said is the access consciousness clearing statement. It's um, a way to clear a whole bunch of energy as stuff comes up, get rid of it, destroy it, um, and make a different choice. You can uh, get some more information about what it all means at um, theclearingstatement.com. It actually has its own website. How cool is that? Um, yeah, so how much have you given up your power to your thoughts? And what would it, you know, what would it be like if you acknowledged the potency of your choice and the potency of your awareness? So those two things are going hand in hand here, right? If you're looking, if you if you're believing in positive thinking, if you believe in positive thinking only. Completely. How much are you giving over yourself to positive thinking? And how much are you actually giving up your awareness and giving up your ability to choose? Positive thinking does not create your life. Your choice creates your life. And I'm not saying that you need to be miserable and go around being miserable. Be joyful. Be grateful. It's not the same as positive thinking, though. Positive thinking has a whole ton of judgment in it. I must replace the things that I've decided are negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Guess what? Some of those negative thoughts might be awarenesses. Some of those negative thoughts might not even be yours. You may be aware of other people's thoughts. So there's other tools you can use to change it. You know, I what if, like what if you're in a room and you start having thoughts like, what if what if what if the roof falls in? Oh my God, what if the roof falls in? Oh my God, like what if the building crumbles? And then you go stop, stop, stop thinking negative thoughts. Stop it, stop it. 
positive thoughts only. The building is safe. I'm okay. Everything is okay. And then you get, but, but, but there's a crack in the ceiling. Like, what if that crumbles and falls on me? No, 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 no. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is fine. And then the roof collapses on you. So when you get those thoughts like, what if the roof is going to cave in? If you didn't judge it as a negative thought and you asked a question, you would know what what you could do with that, right? So um, is this thought mine and, or does it belong to someone else? Is this a judgment or an awareness? And if you get that that's an awareness, then you can ask yourself, what choice can I make here? And maybe you could leave before the roof caves in. You know, or you can ask these questions and be like, oh my God, that's not even mine. Like, where are these thoughts coming from, honestly? And then you could ask, so truth, is the roof going to cave in while I'm sitting here? You know, the point is that if we judge a thought as negative, we might miss awareness. We might miss awareness. So ask some questions and watch where you're going to conclusion and ask questions instead. Um, yeah, so just um, looking in the chat room. Thanks, by the way, chat roomers. Some of the negative thoughts might be things that actually are the greatest contribution. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the perfect example of me when I was in the hospital, like I was having a whole bunch of awarenesses of what would create ease for my body, but I had so many judgments in the way. Um, and I was judging that these were negative thoughts. They weren't negative thoughts. A lot of it was awareness that I was not listening to. Okay, um, let's take a break before we wrap up. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about the stupidity of positive thinking. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, 
beinguclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Our show today is called The Stupidity of Positive Thinking. And if you missed the beginning, we are talking about, we are, de- we are defining stupidity as unawareness. So how much unawareness is involved with positive thinking? How much is positive thinking actually the way you cut off your awareness to everything that's happening around you that you have decided is negative, decided, decided, <laughs> is negative, and replaced it with the things that you have decided are positive? What if everything is just an interesting point of view, and what if all those negative thoughts you're having are actually awarenesses, not Again, not implying that all your positive thoughts are awarenesses, but what if some of them are and you've just decided that they're negative, so you must push them out? How much are you missing? How many choices could you make if you acknowledged everything is just interesting information and then asked some questions? So I wanted to talk about one of the tools that I mentioned at the beginning of the show um, that goes, your point of view creates your reality, um, and how this is different from your thoughts get manifested. Okay? So... Your your thoughts become things. Your thoughts get created. You when you if you think something long enough, it's going to show up. Okay, is a really different energy than your point of view creates your reality. Because and the difference for me, anyways, is that the idea that your thoughts become things, your idea that thought your thoughts is what shows up in your life, has a little bit of um. an at-the-effect energy. So that means that you're at the effect of your thoughts. You have a thought. If you have it long enough, it's going to show up. And it has the underlying idea that thoughts are difficult. You must control your thoughts. There, that's what it is. So, you know, control your thoughts. Control them. Because if you control them in the right way and you steer them in the positive direction, then you will have a positive outcome. It's different than your point of view creates your reality. Your point of view creates your reality. How does that sit with you? Your point of view, it's just your point of view. You can change at any time. Thoughts, on the other hand, somewhere we've decided that thoughts are out of our control or something to be controlled, right? There's that energy of like, oh God, these thoughts, they're entering my head. They're just entering my head. Oh my God, oh my God, get them out. But your point of view doesn't have that energy, right? It doesn't. When I tell you, if I say to you, your point of view creates your reality, don't you get a sense of ease with that, a lightness? There's a sense of ease with that to me. My point of view creates my reality. Okay, then I can just change my point of view. It's different than changing your thoughts. I mean, I don't know. It is for me anyways. There's something about changing your thoughts for me that has this like panicky energy, this like, all oh, these thoughts are coming in my head and I must control them. 
you know, so what if that's not true? So everywhere you've bought into the idea that you're at the effect of your thoughts and that your thoughts are going to create your future and that, oh, shit, if you are not careful, those thoughts that you're having are going to show up. Everywhere you bought into that lie, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, your point of view creates your reality. You can change your point of view. Are we playing with words? Maybe, but it's not. There's a different energy. There's a different energy to your point of view creates your reality as opposed to your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to show up. Be careful. Control them. Steer them in the right direction. How much judgment is involved in judging your thoughts as positive or negative and then trying to steer them in the right direction. The problem here is that these are all conclusions. If you decide something is right, then you can't see anything else. I had decided that it would be right if I could go home from the hospital without a surgical procedure and that if the bleeding had stopped on its own, I had decided that that was the right outcome. And I was resisting anything that wasn't going to get me that outcome. And I created two days in the hospital for no reason. I missed my daughter's birthday. I created a whole bunch of angst for me, a really enormous amount of angst in my body, and probably my husband. You know, it really could have been a lot easier if I had just dropped the right and wrong and been willing to make any choice. And if I had been willing to acknowledge what I was aware of instead of judging everything that I was aware of as negative thinking. How much are you judging your negative thinking? And how many awarenesses are you missing that you could be getting if you just asked a question about what it was? How much of your negative thinking are other people's thoughts? So much judgment in this, guys. This is really what I'm aware of about this topic. There's so much judgment around positive thinking and replacing your negative thoughts with positive ones. All right, so... Thank you for being here. We're going to wrap up a little bit. So what's, what? let's summarize today. <laughs> um, so, you know, don't pretend not to see the insanity that's around you. It's okay. You know, you're not, you're not judging things. You may not be judging. I mean, maybe you are judging, but you may not, you're not always judging. You might actually be aware of something. So, you know, if you're sitting in a room with fire around you, you don't have to judge it to get out. You know, this is the other thing that I, th I think we often do. We think that in order to make another choice, we have to judge it. You don't have to judge it. You can just look at it and go, that's not working for me. You don't have to judge the fire in the room while you're sitting sipping your coffee. You don't have to judge it. You can just look at it and go, huh, the room is burning. Um, This doesn't work for me. I'm going to make another choice. Instead of thinking positive thoughts in order to replace negative ones, in the meantime, you're burning and melting. <laughs> Acknowledge your awareness, guys. Who do those thoughts belong to? Are they really yours? And what awareness is here that I'm unwilling to acknowledge. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Um, I really am grateful for playing with you. Thank you and have an awesome week acknowledging your awareness and receiving all of it as just an interesting point of view. What can you create? Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. 
Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Mess and all.